0: Welcome to the BYOB Show. In this show, we talk specifics about how you can use the four-step DICE process to build your brand. Let's get started. If you were going on the Oprah Winfrey Show, how would you want her to introduce you? And now, my next guest is Ryan Roten. Ryan is the world's leading authority for personal branding. Of course I'm not, but how about you? How would Oprah introduce you? Okay, so now let's face it. The chances of either of us actually making it on the Oprah Winfrey show are pretty slim. But what about the next conference you go to or the next workshop you run? How would you want someone to introduce you? The truth is, most of us don't know really what we want to be known for simply because we've never thought about it. So let's be clear. This is not a legacy type question, although it could be. Finding the answer to this question cannot be arrived at overnight and understanding what you want to be known for is another aspect of discovering your brand. And speaking of the discover step, so far we've discussed what your brand is at a high level, as well as your strengths and how you can start to identify them. I've even provided you with a form to capture your strengths. Have you downloaded that one yet? So at this point in the Discover step, you should actually start to see yourself differently. You might even recognize now when you exhibit your strengths and when you don't. It's actually possible too that you've started to recognize these specific activities that get you jazzed up and the ones that frankly suck the life out of you. If so, this is awesome. And if not, don't worry, you'll get there soon enough. So in addition to everything else that we've reviewed and assessed so far, there's really one more aspect of our personal brands that we need to explore before we can start to relate the discover step to our career and what it is that we want to be known for. We need to begin to understand our skills and our traits. We all have skills and traits. I think everybody listening will agree with that. You do, right? I'm also willing to bet that you know the difference between the two. However, in order to make sure that we're all on the same page, I want to define each for you. A skill is defined as a learned power that comes from doing something completely. It's a developed aptitude or ability. In other words, skills are the things that we acquire from doing something. For example, at work, we do things like train, sell, lead, build teams, etc., These are all skills that we have learned throughout our careers. None of us were born with the ability to be able to train. It's simply a skill that we picked up along the way. And because skills are things we can learn, this means that we can acquire and grow them if we choose to do so. Other skills we can acquire include things such as Six Sigma Black Belt Levels lean manufacturing practices, website building, graphic design, social recruiting, employer branding, project management, dot, 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 literally the list will go on and on. So now that you understand a skill is a learned thing, how is this different from a trait? And that's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Unlike skills, traits are not learned. A trait is defined as an inherited or distinguishing characteristic or quality for a particular person or thing. In other words, traits are characteristics or qualities that define you as a person. Traits define how we do something. They're not learned like skills. Instead, your traits are characteristics you exhibit such as being quiet, frugal, methodical, persistent, or patient. As an example, you could be persistent as a project manager, or you could be methodical. Traits are how you execute your skills. Traits are really very much like your strengths, and we have our parents to thank for them. In short, a skill defines what you do at work, while your traits define how you do it, whatever that it might be. It's your traits that give people an impression or perception of you and what it's like to work with you. Do you remember the conference room example? There are three actions that you can take in order to identify your skills and your traits. The first action is to just simply list out five skills and five traits you believe you are currently known for. And don't worry, I have a downloadable PDF worksheet for this episode that you can use for all three steps. I'll give you the link at the end. In the worksheet, you'll find a list for both skills and traits that you can use as starting points. The list in the PDF is not exhaustive, and really, it's not intended to be one. It's only intended to stimulate thought. If the list really doesn't work for you, then feel free to go ahead and hit up our friend Google and ask him or her for a new list of skills or traits. Just type in skills and traits and you'll find more lists than you can possibly imagine. But remember, the more choices you have, the harder it's going to be for you to narrow it down to five. Task two is using the same worksheet, but this time we're going to list out five skills and traits that you believe your friends or your colleagues would choose to describe you. Now, this might seem unnecessary, but it will all make sense when we get to the next step in the dice process, which we'll talk about next week. So use the tables in the worksheet and select some skills and traits that you believe others would know you for. You might remember in last week's show on discovering your strengths, I introduced this concept to you of a trusted advisor. If you haven't listened to last week's BYOB show yet, I recommend that you pause here and go listen to that show because task three today is to send an email to your trusted advisors and we're going to ask them what skills and traits they associate with us. And in case you're wondering, yes, I've included a template for the email in the downloadable PDF file for this week's show. Now, this task may seem easy to you, but I promise you it's going to be a lot more challenging than you think. You need to select, first off, 10 to 15 people that you consider to be your trusted advisors. Then you're going to ask them for feedback on you. If you're concerned that maybe they won't respond, don't be. I promise you they will. Maybe not all of them, but more will respond than you think. This task is specifically designed to help you validate task one and task two. Just think about it for a minute. What if your trusted advisors select different skills or traits than what you've selected? What if they offer up something that you've never even considered before? So you can see this task is both a little scary and exciting at the same time, but in the end, it is so worth it. If you want to send your trusted advisors the tables that are included in today's worksheet, feel free. I personally didn't when I did this exercise. I chose instead to let them use their own words and their own phrases, which actually turned out to be very enlightening. So either way, whether you ask them to define their own terms and phrases, or whether you send them the sheet that lists out skills and traits, it's up to you. Either way will work. It's just a matter of personal preference. So in summary, this week, we're going to download the worksheet, which you can find at ryanrotencom forward slash BYOB5. From the worksheet, we're going to identify our skills and our traits. We're going to write down the skills and traits that we believe others think that we exhibit. And finally, we're going to send an email to our trusted advisors, and we're going to ask them about the skills and the traits that they know us for. And I'm telling you, this is going to be awesome. Now that concludes this week's BYOB episode. Tune in Thursday to the brand new you show when I welcome Chris Russell, the founder of career cloud to the show. So that's a wrap for today. I've been Ryan and I'm out. So far, we've discussed what your brand is as a la, 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 la. while you're not an exhaustive list.